favorite team when I'm Baltimore, huh? Don't get mad, it's just what it is Yeah, we talking sports, shout out them Graven Vans Yeah, this feels like a dream And you know just what I mean You see my boy, he like gotta made it Boy, he's a fan and he like the Ravens And you know just what I mean You two team, keep it clean You see my boy, he like gotta made it Oh, and just like that, well, not really just like that, it was more like just like that, we're back, we're back. Uh, it feels like I haven't done a podcast in forever, I think that's probably because I haven't done a podcast in forever, um, but, oh, we're back, that's why, that's why I told y'all, I, mean, I told y'all from jump, this is why I did not want to do it with anybody, even though, like I said, man, that, that opportunity has sounded great. Sounded great, could have made some connections, blah, blah, blah. Cool, it could have it could have promoted me even more, like the channel and stuff, but nah, Like, cause it, I just, I just don't, I'm not a scheduled person, man. And maybe that's a downfall of me, but that's just, I am not somebody who, not to say that I can't go by a schedule, but... <laughs> Oh man, I'm I'm more like I guess I'm more free with it, man. That's uh that and that's what works best for me. Not being pinned down and tied down to a certain schedule for a lot of things. Um and that's just it helps me out so much. Uh it, and it it makes I don't know, it just makes a lot of stuff that much more fun. And it, it makes a lot of stuff that much more enjoyable. Um now even like even when if I'm like collaborating with somebody whether I'm going on their channel, they coming on mine, we going on going on their uh, their podcast or whatever it might be. Um, I'll be like, man, so I gotta do it at this certain time. But again, you you don't want to be selfish, and you got to think of other people's schedules as well, uh, because they got a lot of stuff that they got to do, which I can completely understand. Now NFL, on the other hand, they don't think of about uh, they don't think about other people's schedules. With that five o'clock, five p.m. Monday night football game with the the Chiefs and the Bills, ooh, I personally loved it. I loved it being at that time. I was like, oh wow, this is great. And if they ever gonna do double headers, if they ever if they're gonna continue that, and I know the schedule's a lot different with the pandemic and whatnot, but if they were to continue double headers. That's how it should be. Not a, not the first game starting because they do it every single season. They do it every year. First game, for, uh, the first Monday Night Football game. It's always two of them on the first week of the season. Um, so they always do one game at starting like eight. Then the next game starts at like ten or ten thirty, something like that. And I'm like, no, no, what? what? Come on, man. Like, don't don't nobody want to don't nobody want to hear that, man. Don't nobody want that, man. So. Anyway, um, whew, we're here, and we have got a lot to talk about. Um, 
Well, on the channel, we uh, just reached 31,000 subscribers, so that was cool. Um, everything's just, it's, it's been a lot of fun, man. It's been a whole lot of fun. Things are just, things are, they going pretty good. Um, and I, I appreciate just, like I said, I always say it, that I really do appreciate so many of y'all supporting. Uh, because without support, like PBS be saying, from viewers like you, but no, it's true. Without without the support, then wouldn't mean anything. It wouldn't be anything. Um, the support is is definitely uh, motivational. Um, it helps a lot. Uh, just seeing a lot of uh, positive comments. You see some negative ones too now. Uh, you see, but the 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 thing is that the positivity outweighs the negativity by far, and it's not even close. It's not even close. Um, cause of course you're gonna have with like as a hundred positive comments, you're gonna have probably like maybe like two, three negative ones, something like that. That's 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 about how the ratio is. That's about how the ratio is. And I'm not saying that a negative comment is somebody disagreeing with something that I say. That's not a negative comment at all. Cause I I appreciate that. I appreciate when people can uh, disagree with something that I say. But what team keep it clean? What they do? They do it respectfully. They do it with me. They do it with each other. They say, "Oh, okay. Well, I don't agree with you. I don't agree with, with. I don't agree when you said that. But here's how I feel about it, and this is why I disagree." But then you got some people that come. Very few. But then you got some people. Oh, you're stupid. You're dumb. You're dumb. You big dummy. Something like that. So. <laughs> um, it is what it is, man. Uh, but yeah, like the 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 support is just it's wild, man. Every time I just like really sit down and think about it, it it's it's crazy to me. Uh, but y'all make everything that we do on here so much fun, and make it that much more uh, enjoyable. Um, just a little side note before we get into the football stuff. Carter, he's been in school and it has just been crazy. It's been crazy. And I know a lot of y'all got kids. In school, some of y'all kids may have went back to school. Some of y'all kids may be still at the at the house, staying home. Um, and I know that uh, with Carter, they did give us the option. They said, "Hey, do you want him to come back on campus, or do you want him to still stay home?" And I was like, "Ah, right, we'll, we'll still we'll keep him home. We'll keep him home." And it has just been it's been a mess, man. It has been crazy at his school, and I am just I'm really grateful for our situation. Because I work from home, my wife, she works from home as well. Um, so we're able to be around Carter. We're able to uh, give him that hands-on uh, learning experience from us. Um, but I, I really feel bad because there's a lot of kids that can't get that. And it's no fault of their parents because their parents got to work. They got to work. Because their kids need places to stay. Their kids need food. Their kids need a home. Their, food, their kids need clothes. They need everything. They, they have those necessities. Um, so they're not able to just be home because some jobs may have given you a little bit of time. Like, okay, you be home for a little bit, but now, especially here in Florida, man, like everything is. Besides the mask, of course, everything is like pretty much back to normal. Besides the mask, I mean, if you go to the park, you'll see a few people with the mask on, but everything is pretty much back to normal, man. Everything is open. Um, they yeah, it's it's pretty much back to normal. Uh. <laughs> You know how crazy Florida is, <laughs> and like a lot of people say that, like, "Oh, I know Charlemagne on um 
I was about to say on 103.5, but I know for uh, for everybody, depending on where you live, it's a different radio station. But for Charlemagne, uh, on I haven't listened. Well, I have not listened to the radio in a long time. Like I haven't listened to morning radio in a long time. Um, but he used to say all the craziest people come from Florida and from uh, I think he said the Bronx. But it's true, Florida is crazy. But anyway, uh, ooh, and I I, I do sometimes I, I I do miss that. I miss that part of going to work like. When I worked the regular job, uh, I used to, on the way to work, I used to listen to morning radio. And I used to look forward to hearing people talk more than, like, actually listening to music. I used to, and it, I, when I thought about it, I thought, man, this is this is weird that I'm actually, I, I would rather hear people have these conversations about different things rather than hear music. But I guess with the conversations, with music, it can be, it can be fun, obviously, but it can be repetitive. Same songs on all the time, same people. Um, some good stuff, some garbage stuff, blah blah blah. But with people, I mean, they, with conversations, it can be the same way. It can be some of the same conversations all the time. Some good, some bad, some garbage, some great. But I just enjoyed the conversations uh, a lot more um, than the than the music, except on Fridays. On Fridays, sometimes they would uh, they would play like throwback stuff, and then I would hear like they would uh, they like even down here. Sometimes on Friday, like they would play go go. I was like, what? They playing go go down here? I was like, wow, man. But those like every, usually every day. Again, I, I be telling y'all, like it's the, the schedule thing. With the schedule thing, that's just me, and that's something that's something in my personality. I have got to work on because that is uh, I have struggled with that for a long time now. Like at my old job, I used to be late to work like every day. Like every day, every day, for real, and just about. And if I did come early one day, then it, then it felt weird. And then some of my uh, coworkers they would make fun of me, like, "Whoa, you, you're here early." Hey, <laughs> well, <laughs> but yeah, man, every day, pretty much, but. I just I, I got to work on myself, man. We we all none of us are perfect, of course, and I, that's one of the things that I have definitely got to work on uh, is just being on time for stuff. Cause like I'd be I'd be late for a lot of different stuff, man. But anyway, um, like even if we go into like a get together or something, my wife would be like, "Oh well, if the get together starts at seven, I'm like oh, okay, well, I, ain't, I ain't gonna be no ooh, especially if I want to go." That's a, that's a whole other story. If I don't want to go, then I ain't going to be in no rush to get there on time. Uh, but even if I do want to go, like if it's a get-together, if it's like a bunch of people going, or like back in the uh, normal days, uh, but if there was a bunch of people going, then I would be like, uh, we ain't got to be there like right, like say for instance, it's, it's, they say, oh, come over at 7. I'm like, we ain't got to be there right at 7. You can be there like 7.15, 7.30, We ain't got to be there right at 7. So... That's just me, and then I, I did I, I did see this one meme that talked about um, if people if people show up to your uh, if people show up to your get together if they show up to your house on time, then that means they got somewhere else to go. But anyway, and I, I, when I read that, I said, "Oh yeah, that that's me all day." Because if I show up like on time on time, then that means I'm trying to be out. Anyway, uh, back to Carter School. Carter School has been, it's been crazy. 
because, uh, like I told y'all, he they gave us the option for him to either return to school or just stay home. Uh, and we chose the option for him to continue doing the e-learning, so him staying home, him doing school from the house, uh, which I appreciate. Uh, but it's like with the teachers, with his, te I just feel so bad for his teacher because when everybody, when all the kids were online, she was already stressed up. She was already stressed out as is uh, because she couldn't really. She could teach the students. They was they were certainly learning. Like Carter was learning, um, but it's like limited. Because you you got to look at them through a computer, they got to look at you from a computer, and these are like five year olds, so they their attention span, like adults' attention attention span, is super low. But uh, these kids' attention span is even lower. So and and you can't blame them because they got a lot that they're thinking about. They got a lot that's on their mind. Um, I mean, and and their, their minds just going in fifty million different places, and I I can I can relate to them because my mind be doing the same thing. So, it's it's tough. It's very tough for her as a teacher, and it's tough for the students. It's just it's tough all around. Um, so got to give it to her, man. Got really just the teachers. Any teachers listening to this, please, we we appreciate y'all so much because y'all a real deal. Um, but anyway, so about I think. About like 17, 18 kids end up going back to the school to, to Carter's class. And it's like, it was like five kids that stayed home. Uh, so four other kids besides Carter. Um, so now the teacher has to balance. She has to teach the kids that are in class. And try to still incorporate the ones that are home online too. So it's like, ooh, that's tough. But this is why I say that I'm super grateful that uh, me and my wife, we can still be here with Carter because the kids that are home, they're not really getting that attention like that. She's trying and she's getting better, um, but it's it's hard because you got like 17 kids in the classroom that you got to watch. They're li literally right there in front of you. They're right there in front of you. And and then you got to watch them. You got to make sure they're doing all that social distance stuff. So they got to be separated from each other. They can't be like all up on each other. They got to have their distance. They got to have their space. And then like there will be times when, and again, these are five-year-olds. So they're kids. They're little kids. So then it's like you, like even today, today she had to yell at one kid like, hey, no, no, get down, get down. You cannot do that. That's not safe because the kid was trying to climb on the desk. So... It's, it's just, it's a struggle. And then again, at the same time, you still got these kids that are online too. And then on top of that, what made me feel even worse for her is that another teacher who teaches kindergarten, she took a leave of absence. So uh, this teacher that teaches kindergarten as well in the same school took a leave of absence. So now the teacher has even more kids. I don't I don't think so. I don't think in person, but she has even more kids online that she has to attend to. So that's more kids online that she has to fit into her schedule, more kids that she has to have the curriculum for, more kids whose papers she has to look over, more kids that she's going to be responsible for. So that's tough. That is tough extremely tough so and it's it's hard man like that's that's that is some hard work i feel i feel so bad for her so bad 
Um, but yeah, we we got. I tell my wife all the time, we got to get her something nice, man. We got to get her something nice. Whatever it is, I don't know what it's gonna be, but we uh, we got to get her something nice, man. Got to get her a gift just to let her know, like, hey, we appreciate you, big time, big time. Um, so we got to figure out what that is. Probably a. <laughs> A bottle or something, man, because I know she, oh, I know she be going through it, man. I know Friday, oh, Fridays, and you can tell on Fridays, she she put a little pep in her voice. She sound a little bit happier, because she knows, like, oh, man, this is this is when I get a break from these kids. I can't, I don't blame her. I don't blame her at all, man. I do not blame her, but that's life, man. That's, uh, that's what she signed up for, and it, and it is a great job, though, man. Teachers, it's such a nice job because you're you're helping somebody, you're helping somebody become like themselves. It's your job as a teacher. Of course, you got to teach them the basics or whatever, reading, writing, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But then at the same time, well, those special teachers, because not every teacher is special. But with those special, well, not I can't say that, but the teachers that really put in that extra effort, they find what these kids are good at. And they take that and they roll with it. Because I don't like the uh, the cookie cutter approach where everything is the same, where you teach every kid the same. Because every kid doesn't learn the same. Every person doesn't learn the same. Every kid doesn't learn the same. Every adult doesn't learn the same. We're not all the same. We look at things differently. We see things differently. We understand things differently. So when you can, um, and, and I know you can't necessarily like, you, you got to have your curriculum. Cause that's what you gotta go by. You gotta have your curriculum. You can't just you you can't teach every single kid in the class individually, cause then you you wouldn't get anywhere because you would be spending all this time with each kid. But when you can like find little stuff here and there, and you can you can spend some one on one time with the kids, it makes a huge difference, man. Huge difference. Um. So, anyway, it's it's just a beautiful thing, man. Uh, one thing <laughs> that's kind of funny. I just saw it on Twitter, man. I feel like, like, because <laughs> people have gotten, and I, and, and I love it because it's, it's all y'all. It's all team keep it clean, and I appreciate all the questions that we get. With questions from subscribers, you know, some people ask some some wild stuff, and and I appreciate it. I I have no problem with it at all. Keep on asking all them wild questions. All them questions where it's like, hey, what, is this even reasonable? Will it? Does it even have a, a, a chance of happening? If even if it doesn't, keep on asking. Um, I've seen a lot of people over time get angry with questions from subscribers. Uh, not recently though, um, and I mean, we don't really care anyway. Cause again, we have fun on here. I know a lot of people will be so angry. I just, I'm so mad at you. Why are you guys asking those questions? It's like, like, chill out, relax. Cheer up. But anyway, um, with questions from, it's, it's funny because I, I can't even say nothing like on Twitter without somebody thinking like, um, no, we're not getting like today. Today is, uh, I'm, I'm recording this on October 20th. It's 3.28 p.m. Eastern time. So I uh, I had quote tweeted because Mike Garofalo, he talked about how John Ross requested a trade uh, from the Bengals. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But I, I quote tweeted and I, and I said, and like John Ross with the Bengals, I'm out. That's all I said. 
I ain't say anything about Ravens. I ain't say anything about the Ravens should trade for him. I ain't say is anybody from the, the, the do y'all want him? Should the Ravens make a move? I ain't say none of that. I just said, and like John Ross with the Bengals, I'm out. That's all I said. Then one of my guys said, no thanks, I don't want an injury-prone wide receiver. I'm thinking, I didn't, I didn't ask if anybody wanted him. <laughs> I didn't ask if anybody wanted him. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> but with questions from some, and even in the video that we did talking about it, a lot of people were like, no, Ravens don't need to make that move. And I'm thinking, hold up, I'm just, I'm just talking about what happened. I ain't say nothing about Ravens. Nobody, well, I haven't seen my emails from today yet. Um, I'm sure somebody probably asked it by now. But nobody so far from what I've seen has asked about John Ross. I'm sure that they will. They have before, uh, but I'm sure that they will again with this news coming out. Uh, but it's just funny how <laughs> people will, they, they, are, they answer the question from subscriber before it's even a question from subscriber. And that's all y'all. I give y'all all the credit for that. And I love it. I love it. I appreciate it. And it's, I, I, I love it straight up, man. So uh, anyway, that's, I guess that's a, uh, a perfect segue uh, into us getting ready to talk about all the stuff that's happening in football. Uh, but before we do that, um, let's just uh, <laughs> let's hear from our sponsor, which is actually ourselves. So anyway, um, we will be right back, and we are going to talk some NFL. Let's go. Graven. back now so um just to jump straight into it and i, I appreciate y'all listening man thank you for supporting um i, I appreciate it like like crazy man uh it's it, so many different ways to support i mean you could check out uh the the description section of the of this channel if you're watching it on youtube um if you're listening on anchor um there's some different ways to support on there as well um but Y'all, y'all can check that out at, at your own discretion. Uh, but just again by listening, sharing it out with people, letting other people know about it—that's the best way. So, in the football world, ooh, it's a lot going on right now, man. Whole lot going on right now. Uh, first off, let's start with the Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. They have decided, you know what? It's Tua time. So they are going to be starting Tua Tagovailoa. Ooh, I, oh, that's probably one of the first times I have said his name the correct way. That felt great. Um, it's kind of weird, but it felt great. Uh, so shout out to them. They are right now, I believe, what, 3-3? Three and three? They're in second place in the AFC East behind the uh, uh, Bills. Uh, and now with the Patriots, Patriots just lost to the, the Broncos. I'm sure Vegas had a field day with that one because that is not one that I saw coming. Um, but the Patriots are two and three. So it's like, oh wow, that is uh, that is something. Uh, but anyway, it it was a it, I questioned the move. I was like, oh okay, you you just beat the uh beat the Jets, uh twenty four to zero. You shut them out, and the Jets are a really bad football team. But still, 
this move, like, it, it, it came, I don't think it came out of nowhere, though. It had to be planned. It had to be something that they were thinking about for a while, and they just really wanted to get him on the field. They really wanted to. Um, not in the Jalen Hurts type of way, not in the, like, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson type of way. Um, but they just, they know they know who Fitzpatrick is. They know what he can do. They know what he can't do. They know his limitations. They know they know just everything about him. He's been with the Dolphins for a while, been around the league for a long time, played with the Bills, the Jets, uh, the Rams, the Texans. Uh, who else did he play for? I know I'm missing somebody. But Fitz has been here for a while. He's been around, and I guess the Dolphins, oh, he played for the Bucks too. Uh, but the Dolphins are like, mm, okay. And, and it's, it was just weird, too. That's how you know this thing was planned, because it's coming off of a win. It's coming off of a win while they're still in the thick of things with the AFC East. They decide, you know what, let's roll with the rookie. And we knew we knew his time was going to come eventually. Everybody knew that. I mean, you don't, you, you drafted him at five. His time is going to come eventually, um, and sooner rather than later. But still, to still be in a, like, it's not like the Dolphins are losing. It's not like Fitzpatrick is just... Playing this just, oh, terrible football. It's not winning football at all. He is still making some mistakes and whatnot. But they're winning. But I, I, I do, if they feel like they can improve, if they feel like Tua can make them even better, okay, hey, cool. Because I do, I, winning covers up everything. Winning can cover up everything. Uh, but it's the real fans, the real coaches that they can see through that. They can see through that, and they can still—they're still willing to point out mistakes, still willing to point out flaws, uh, despite the teams winning. And we're gonna talk about that a little bit with Ravens fans and soon, <laughs> because there's been a lot, just a lot of um, debate, arguments back and forth between a lot of people, uh, a lot of Ravens fans. Uh, just because I, I know a lot of people, they uh, see this is one thing that I just. I think it's it's just so weird because, again, everybody thinks differently. Not everybody thinks the same, but some people try to tell other people how to be a fan. And I think that's so, like, weird. Oh, no, you're not a real fan if you did this. You're not a real fan if you did that. Uh, no, everybody is entitled to be a fan how they want to be a fan. Ain't got nothing to do with you. Ain't got nothing to do with anybody else. They can be a fan how they want to do it. Um, but anyway... Um, the, the, oh, John Ross with the Bengals. That's another story. And make sure y'all check out the YouTube channel too. Um, but with John Ross, they said he requested to be traded from the Bengals. And that didn't come as a shock or anything. I don't think anybody was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this. No. Uh, they hardly use him. And he had got banged up a lot. It just hasn't worked out. It hasn't worked out from start to finish. It had just it just hasn't worked out, and the finish will be coming very soon. I think over the next week, and I think he's going to be traded for like a fourth is the is the ceiling. I think the fourth is, and that's a high ceiling. I think he'll probably be traded for a fifth or lower, fifth or lower. Um, I honestly forgot what I said. I think he'll be traded for in the video that we made. Um, but I, I think it'll be a fifth or lower. There's just no way. I, I just do not see him being traded. For, definitely not a first. Definitely not a second. A third, no. A fourth is pushing it heavy. If you can get, like, different teams bidding and you can come out with a fourth, oh, you better take it. You better take it. Ain't nobody going to give him a third. Nobody's going to get a Bengals a third for John Ross. But, yeah, him, he's just trying to get out of there. A fresh, and a fresh start would probably be good for him. I mean, he tried to have a little fresh start. He ended up changing his number a couple of years ago. 
Uh, and I didn't even realize that. Because I think what he used to be either 12 or 15, and now he's like 11 or 12. I forgot what his number is. I forgot what it used to be. But he changed his number a couple years ago. But that didn't change anything with his his uh, status on the Bengals. So that's that. That's that. He is um he trying to get up on get on up out of there. No Carlos Carlos Dunlap, Geno Atkins. They've been a little frustrated. They they done took off. Uh, you know it's always funny. It, it's like uh it, it kind of reminds me like a like high school stuff, man. It, it, Cause it's so funny, man. Because when when players uh, when they get upset at their teams, um they will take off. It's like a like a girlfriend and a, a boyfriend in high school. That's exactly what it is. Um, like a girlfriend and a boyfriend in high school, if say for instance they they arguing with each other or something, they argue they they argue arguing with each other, then on social they'll go to social media and they may take off any pictures that they got with each other. Like, oh, you know what? I'm mad at her. I'm mad at him, and they take off the, any pictures that they got on their Facebook, on their Instagram, whatever of each other, and then they end up making up a couple hours later, and then oh, all the pictures are back. So, that's how it is with um, a lot of football players. And it's just, it's funny to see sometimes. Like, I'm looking at Michael Thomas from the Saints. I'm looking at his profile right now. And he still didn't, he, he took the Saints stuff off like two weeks ago. And he still doesn't have it on there. So, and he actually, wow, he actually hasn't even uh, been tweeting anything. Um, so, I did hear from some, from, Saints, from some Saints fans that they were like, oh, no, he ain't going nowhere. Because I was thinking, hey, man. Uh, with when they them finding him for conduct detrimental, I thought that was the beginning to the end, and I, I will not be convinced that Michael Thomas will remain on the Saints until it's after the bye week. If he's still on there after the bye week, that'll be when I'm actually convinced that he'll stay with them this year. But right now, I'm still not. I know things have gotten a little quiet with him, but that's because Saints on the bye week. <laughs> They're on the bye week right now, so that's why, man. Um. So that's that. There have been talk about nothing official, but they've been talk about. I, I saw a post talking about uh, some reporters are thinking if that maybe Matt Ryan and Julio could be traded. There it goes. NFL insiders openly wondering if Julio Jones, Matt Ryan will get traded. So that basically does not mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. It's just it just says some NFL insiders are openly wondering. So people that, whether they got sources in the NFL or whatever, they reporters, whatever, they're, they're thinking if Julio Jones and Matt, Matt Ryan will get traded. That's it. Doesn't mean that they will get traded. They could now. <laughs> you know they could, especially Julio now. But, and, and I mean, if when the owner came out and said, like the owner came out, because their GM and head coach got fired. So the GM, the owner came out. When the Falcons owner came out and said, man, he said, I'm, I'm not committed to Matt Ryan. He ain't got to be my long-term quarterback. When he came out and said that, oof, man, that's that pretty much lets you know it's done. You're done there. You might as well put the house on the market. Oh, don't put it on the market yet because it might end up selling pretty fast. And <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't even know where you're going yet. So don't put it on the market yet, but talk, start talking to the realtor. And Matt Ryan, he got plenty of money, so... Um, whatever realtor he uses, they're gonna. I'm sure they're gonna act fast. But start talking to the realtor and get ready to sell the house because you, uh, you could be on up out of there real soon. Like real by the end of the season, whether you get shipped off somewhere else or you just get released, it's probably the over for Matt Ryan uh, with the Falcons, and they probably getting ready to start from scratch now. 
Oh man, I am. Um, and I'm not saying this in no cocky, arrogant way or anything like that. I'm, I'm really not. Y'all know that though. But I am very uh, just grateful to be a Ravens fan. Maybe happy being a Ravens fan. Because we have all things that we complain about. We have all things that we get frustrated about. We have our gripes with the front office on things that they do do, things that they don't do, things that they've done. But at the end of the day, the Ravens have been a pretty successful franchise, especially in recent history. In recent history, too. They're always competitive. Um, like, literally for the last 12 years, they've been competitive. They were, and then uh, I mean, t 2015, everybody got hurt, so that that was pretty much a wash. But they were they were still being competitive in, the, and even in that year, they only lost two ga two games. They only lost two games by more than one score. They only lost two games in that year by more than one score. Oh, that's crazy. But anyway, so they 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 com they've been competitive for so long, and they a lot of teams can't say that. A lot of teams can't say that. So, and, and I know it's been frustrating as a Raven fan. Oh, we make it to the playoffs and then boom, they bomb. We win all these regular season games and we make it to the playoffs. Oh, then nothing. And that's frustrating. And of course, you want and that, a lot of that's on coaching. I think most of it is on coaching. But anyway, um, a lot of teams like that, the team don't even make it to the playoffs. So, like, you got all these fans that are just they're like, man, like. What is going on? What are we doing? So you think like, uh, and Ravens fans like, they, and again, expectation levels they vary between amongst fan bases. And Ravens fans, we have very high expectations for the team based off of what they've done, uh, especially in recent history. So that's why you see a lot of complaints. That's why you see, man, why the offense not running like that? Why the offense not clicking like that? What's going on with Ravens offense? Defense, why they not holding it down like that? Coaching, what whoa, what kind of play call is that? What's that? What's going on? Why you keep blitzing everybody, Wink? <laughs> uh, but it's 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 a uh, the expectation levels are so high because of their success. But then you look at other teams and their expectation levels are low because of a lack of success. So that makes me just really appreciate uh, being a Ravens fan that much more. Uh, the way that they do things, the way that they handle their uh, even down to their social media. Um, and their access as well, because we see, and I don't know if other teams do this as frequently, but we see a lot of pressers from the Ravens where they talk to the different players, and they don't have to broadcast those, they don't have to live stream those, but they do, and we appreciate it, we appreciate it, we enjoy it, because uh, you get to see Harbaugh, and Lamar, and just everybody, different coaches, different players, um, just all talk to the media, and we aren't media. We just fans, so they don't have to. Like I said, they don't have to give us, and they don't give us access to every single one. But they give us access to a lot of them. Um, the people that cover the Ravens, they're great. Of course, Jeff Zrebic, amazing. Jamison Hensley, amazing. Uh, Sarah Ellison, who used to uh, work for the Ravens, she I think she was the creator of the Late for Work of that um that. Article, not the article, the, uh, what, what would you call that? The series or whatnot. The series on Ravens.com. She created that. Oh, man, I, I remember when, when I had worked at, um, at my job before this, I used to read that. I used to read it every single day because it came out at about 9.30 every single day. Monday through Friday, of course. And I used, I used to look forward to those so much. I love those late for works, man. 
I used to love those. Um, every day at work, I would be reading it. Every single day, without fail. And then when I was done with it, I'd be like, oh, man, like it's over. I'd be like kind of upset, like, man, come on, man. Uh, man. So, anyway. Um, mm. But Ravens, they, uh, and like I said, with the complaints from fans, that's what I said, different fans have been, oh, well, you... What's wrong with you? If you complaining about the Ravens? You're not a real fan. You don't know anything. And it's like when people get to saying all that stuff, it's like, really? Come on now. Let people have their complaints. Let people have their gripes. Let people have their issues. I got mine with the team. And other people will have this. It doesn't make anybody any less of a fan. Uh, and I know a lot of people say Ravens fans are spoiled. And I, I agree with that. Ravens fans are spoiled. Well, I'm, I'm sure glad to be spoiled uh, because that means the team has been successful. But and and I think it's not even so much being spoiled. It's just that since the team has been pretty successful, again, like I talked about, that it's the expectation level. That's all it is. The expectation level is high. That's it. Expectation level is high. Like imagine Patriots fans right now. These dudes don't want about uh, 58 Super Bowls in the past three years alone. So with them having won all those Super Bowls, they two and three right now. And I haven't spoken to many recently, um, but I'm sure I will speak to plenty more uh, when the Ravens do play the Patriots in a couple of weeks. Um, but they, yeah, they ain't really seen any tripping out. But um, anyway, we'll see what happens with that. But they, they obviously are going through it, going through it a little bit right now. But They've had, they've had a lot more success. Even recent success than the Ravens had. But, anyway. Let's talk about, because Ravens are heading into a bye week. Uh, which I am, I am glad for. Man. I am glad for the Ravens uh, heading into the bye. I, I'm, I'm glad because that means I get a break too. So I am definitely happy about that. Uh, they came off the the win against Philly last week. Oof, stressful game. Uh, I, and I, you know what? At the end of the game, I, I was telling my boy Josh, I was like, I, I couldn't even get mad. I couldn't. Everything was breaking down. Everything was just, oh, it was just falling apart. And I, I couldn't even get mad. I was just laughing. I was just laughing. I was like, oh boy, wow, this is crazy. Uh, and I'm glad they did close it out. It was great. But I was just like, I was just like, wow. I'm just like, wow. So, shout out to them for being able to finish the job. Got to finish better. Just got to be better overall. Uh, they got to do, they, 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 they all got to get better. Um, I don't really feel like getting into that right now. Because, I mean, y'all saw that on the channel. We talked about it like 50,000 times. Um, and it's, a lot of the conversations that we're having every week is, is just the same conversations. Because it's like, it's just, it has been a little bit confusing on why Ravens do some of the stuff that they've been doing. Now, the game against Philly was a little bit better, but I know penalties were just, uh, they just destroyed a lot of what happened with the Ravens. But anyway, I'm just going over the schedule from last week because uh, we didn't pick any of the games. Um, I saw Tennessee, they took care of business against the Texans in overtime. That's when Derrick Henry, he, he ran for like 200 yards. Um, the Colts, they came back against the Bengals. Uh, the Falcons, they got their first win against uh, the Vikings. Vikings been doing pretty bad. 
Uh, the Patriots got upset by the Broncos. I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't even watch any of the game at all, so I don't know even how that went down. Uh, the Washington, they lost to the Giants. I think Giants got their first win of the season, I believe. Uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, boy, I, I picked Cleveland to win that game by a last-second field goal. Pittsburgh destroyed Cleveland. And, like, they – if you if you look at the score, the score is 38-7. Ravens beat them 36 – no, 38-6. Um, but if you you look at the score alone, and you'll be like, oh, man, Cleveland got whooped. But then if you actually watch the game, it is like Pittsburgh really destroyed them bad. They beat the mess out of Cleveland, like bad. Really, they abused them. It, it was like scary to see. And that looked like old school football right there. The way they were hitting Baker Mayfield, they were they were knocking all everybody on Cleveland offense out. They were knocking them all out. Oof, it was rough. Uh, the Bears beat the Panthers, um, the Lions beat the Jaguars, the Dolphins, we talked about that earlier, they beat up on the Jets, um, oh, and Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, I really thought that I was going to be a lot more interested in that game than I was, because I finished doing, we, we, we finished doing the Ravens stream after the Ravens game, and that game was on, and I, I watched it for a time. Tiny, tiny bit, maybe like a minute, or maybe like off and on. I think I put on. I think I ended up putting on red zone, cause I just, I was interested in it, but then I was like, ah, uh, maybe cause I was getting a little footballed up, and that happens to me sometimes. Sometimes, like after the Ravens game, on uh, on say for sun, if it's on a Sunday, for example, after the Ravens game, if it's not a game like I'm really looking forward to. Then I would just, and after doing, after watching the game, and then after doing the stream for like an hour and a half, two hours, whatever, however long we go for, and after having like, like that's my like rest for the week, man, because these weeks they they get really busy, man, they get really busy, um, things are very busy, and I appreciate it, but things are very busy, and Sundays after after like we do the stream for the Ravens game, it's like. <sighs> That's how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. Deep breath. <sighs> because it's just a reminder that, oh, we got through the week, and oh, here we go again. <laughs> here we go again. But that's why I am. Like, I know some fans, they like, man, oh, it's bye week time, man. Oh. No Ravens football. Not me. I'm I'm happy about it. No problem, man. Bring on the bye week. Bring it on. So, I'm cool with it. Uh, and then the Rams at the 49ers. I watched the very end of that game. I watched some tiny bits and pieces of it, but I, I didn't really like watch watch till like the very end. Um, and the the Debo Sammy. I remember he got that. Uh, they gave him the ball, and he got that first down too. Officially in the game, but that was cool. So now, uh, then on Monday night, the two football games again, the one that was at 5 p.m. between the Chiefs and the Bills. I watched that one, that was a pretty good game. It got a little ugly, it was raining a lot. Um, started like it started off a pretty defensive game. And Clyde Edwards led, man, he just was running all over them Bills. And Chiefs ended up winning, Bills just couldn't do enough. Uh, and then, and I know a lot of Ravens fans are like, hey, what, Josh Allen just had a really bad game. Ain't nobody going to talk about how he fell off, right? 
But everybody talk about how Lamar fell off. Let's see, Josh Allen, he went oh, 14 for 27. That ain't too bad. Oh, it was when he was like 8 for 20, something like that. I think, yeah, he was 8 for 20 at one point. And I know a lot of fans are like, hey, wait, nobody's saying anything about him. Uh, and then the Cardinals. Cardinals versus Cowboys. Cardinals just destroyed the Cowboys. Um, and, Cow and then it, it came out today that some Cowboys players were saying that the coaching staff don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to game plan. Blah, blah, blah. So take it how you want it. Anyway, week seven. Again, the Ravens on the bye. I ain't got no complaints about that at all. None. I am happy that they're on the bye. And, I mean, football-wise, even if I take myself out of it, uh, football-wise, it comes at a perfect time for them because, yeah, it comes at a perfect time. They needed this. Get to regroup, refresh, rejuvenate. Uh, people can get healthier. Of course, they were missing Derek Wolf. They're missing Brandon Williams. Well, he not through the health, though. But uh, Mark Ingram, he's banged up. And, you know, just everybody's banged up because it's the season. So you're not 100% healthy. You sure you got some aches and pains that you're dealing with and whatnot. So it's part of the game. But anyway, this week, Thursday, uh, Thursday night football uh, is the Giants versus the Eagles. I'm going with Eagles in this one. The Eagles are 10 days. They could be getting Deshaun Jackson back, so that will be good. Uh, but they got, uh, what, Fulgham, Fulgham Jr. Uh, they got Greg Ward. Or is it Greg Ward Jr.? One of them two is a junior. But Eagles, for what they did and, and what they don't have right now, they've been putting up fights, man. So, Eagles, um, I'm going Eagles in that one. Next up, the Lions versus the Falcons. Ooh, Falcons, um, they got a breath of fresh air last week with getting their first win. Well, not their first one. Was it their first? I think it was their first win against the Vikes last week. Yeah, they won in five. So, yeah, that was their first win. Uh, I, I, I say they go for their second. Uh, and they make Julio look like even uh, a, a great trade option. Unless he's gone before, then nah, he probably ain't going nowhere. The Browns at the Bengals. Oof. Browns coming off of that beatdown and Cincinnati coming off of that. Just they couldn't hold it together. Oh, ooh, wow. These two teams facing each other for the second time already. That was quick. I feel like they just played each other a couple weeks ago. Oh, I am going to go. Wow. Mm. Oh, man. I'm going to go Cleveland. Gonna go Cleveland. Now this this could obviously go either way, and it it was a close game last time. Um, and if if the Bengals can get in Cleveland's head early, they can start hitting Baker Mayfield and just forcing some three and outs, um, stops on third down. Then they could do some stuff. Now. They can do some stuff. Uh, there's been a lot of questions with the coaching over there in Cincinnati from a lot of the fans. Um, but they, if they can do that early on, they can beat it. But I'm, I'm going to go with Cleveland in this one. Um, uh, li li literally a toss up. Don't really, uh, care who wins. It would be better for the Ravens if the Bengals won. Um, but again, Ravens, they need to take care of their own business anyway. All right. Next up, still AFC North, the Steelers versus the Titans. This is the one game out of all of these games that I do want to see this weekend. Steelers versus the Titans. This is going to be a good game. I am going Steelers. Would like the Titans to win, but I am going to go Steelers. I think Steelers are going to get this one. And that pass rush is going to get after uh, Ryan Tannehill, who's been having a really good season. 
Um, Derrick Henry, he ain't get no 200 rushing yards on the Steelers. If he does, that'd be nice. Rooting for you. But uh, he, I don't think he's going to it all. I'm going to go with Steelers in that one. Uh, it's Saints versus the Panthers. I'm going Saints. Jets versus the Bills. Going for Bills to avenge the, the two losses that they just took. I'm sure they'll try to take it out on the Jets big time. But, hey, what if the Jets come out and they end up just whooping the Bills or even just beating them, period? That would be something. Washington versus the Cowboys. Uh, is Chase Young back? Did he play? Cause I ain't heard his name in a long time. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna go Washington in it. Mm. Nah, Andy Dalton will be in his second week starting. Mm. Nah, yeah, I'll, I'll go uh, Cowboys. I think it's I think it'll be close though. But I'm gonna go Cowboys. Packers at Texans. I'm going Packers. Seattle at ooh Seattle at uh, Arizona. Well, I'll go Seattle though. But that. Hmm. You know what? Ooh. I'm gonna go Cardinals with the upset. I'm going Card. That's gonna be my upset pick of the week. It's gonna go Cardinals over Seattle. Next up, Chiefs at Broncos. And Chiefs handle business. San Francisco 49ers versus the Patriots. Hmm. That should be a good game. Hmm. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo coming home. Oh, but Brady's he left he left the crib. Uh, ooh, I feel like I'm gonna do any mini money more almost. Hmm. Patriots at the crib. Jimmy G and, mm, I go 49ers. Yeah, well Bill Belichick, he knows he knows Jimmy G though. He wanted to keep Jimmy G. I'm gonna go 49ers. Go, this this should be a good one. Um, Chargers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I go Chargers. Uh, Justin Herbert is just amazing. Uh, I'm so glad that I got to see him play on Monday night. So glad that we got we all got to see that. And next up, the Bucks versus the Raiders. That should be a fun one. I will go. I will go Raiders. Every time I pick Raiders, they end up losing, though. But I'm, I'm going to go Raiders in that one. And then on Monday Night Football, it is the Rams versus the Bears. Hmm. Rams versus the Bears. Uh, i go with Rams in that one. Yeah, I'm going to go Rams. Who did Rams just play? Now I forget who they played last week. They played... Oh yeah, 49ers, we were just talking about it. Yeah, but again, this is a not not a very uh I mean, if you're a Ravens fan, or at least me speaking as a Ravens fan, from my point of view, not a very exciting week of football, but perfect time to be on a bye week, take a break. Um so I'm 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 not mad at that. Like I said, the the game that I'm looking forward to this week um is the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Titans. Uh and obviously going to keep our eye on the uh the Browns and Bengals game. Other than that, I mean, yeah, uh, like Seattle versus the Cardinals, that should be a good one. Like I said, going with Cardinals in the upset, and we'll see. We'll see how everything turns out with those uh, teams and their games. Because on the bye week, it's the Colts, the Dolphins, and the Vikings as well. So along with the uh, the Ravens, so this should be fun. It should be fun, um, but yeah, y'all and or those Ravens fans who listen, I know not everybody it's who listens is a Ravens fan, which is fine, um, but yeah, if you're a Ravens fan, 
take this bye week, enjoy yourself. Just appreciate vibing, chilling, relaxing, all that good stuff, man. Take take that time off. Enjoy that time off. I am going to certainly enjoy that time off from the Ravens. Um, but yeah, we still, of course, got plenty of questions from subscribers. As y'all already know, that don't stop. You're still going to have the videos and stuff, but this will be a much more relaxing week for me. Um, but we still got plenty of work to do. Uh, and that's that. So, oh, David Irving got signed by the Raiders, too. Um, for anybody that wanted to know that, no, most of y'all probably like, <laughs> David who? What's you even talking about, man? Uh, but yeah, David Irving got signed by the Raiders. So yeah, so shout out to football. Shout out to uh, football, been doing good too. I, I know there was some questions and stuff, you know, with the uh, the different tests and all that. and But that's that's done now. Uh, every everything looks like it is cleared up. Uh, we ain't got no positives right now, so that's good. Um, I know with Brandon Williams, there was a little bit of a scare uh, earlier this week, or I guess last week, because it came out on Saturday. But they said he had came in contact with somebody that may have tested positive or whatnot. But he's good, so that's good. Anyway. Team Keep It Clean, appreciate y'all. I'll try not to uh, leave y'all hanging like that next time. My apologies for that. But, yeah, like I said with the podcast, cause we try to do at least one per week. But things just got crazy, man, and they probably going to get crazier. So. Anyway, appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Y'all. Shout out to Graven.